Hello and welcome to Going Underground, a podcast by yourcalling.co.uk. I'm your host Graham Smith and today I'm throwing back to an interview that was first published on our blog back in May last year. In that episode I chatted to Simon Pattinson, the man behind York-based promoters Northern Radar. Like all my chats at the time, we talked at length about the impact of coronavirus and Simon proved highly prescient with his concerns about things dragging on. Before that, though, he answered the question, why Northern Radar? It kind of felt like there was a bit of a dip in, in the local music scene. There was, It felt like there was not as many bands getting the support that they needed, especially the more, I suppose, the younger bands who, who maybe get overlooked at times by promoters in, in the city for various reasons. We've sort of developed it from there where we've managed to be able to then attract some of the bigger and upcoming bands let's say the the bands that are just sort of on the cusp of doing some some really big things and we've we've already seen some of the bands that we've already been working with do do good things already and release their debut album and such forth and yeah we just wanted to make a bit of a make our own stamp on the the york scene in in terms of bringing certain bands that maybe you wouldn't necessarily see that come into the city as as often or and that I suppose is probably more on a greedy, greedy note of myself in in terms of wanting to bring bands to York that I personally want to watch as well, and I'm sure, uh, as it's turned out, others do as well, really. Yeah, I, I guess that's the thing about promoting is actually primarily you want to you want to get bands on that you want to see yourself. Is that sort of how you came to it personally? Is that you know I quite often hear this story that. You know, I started promoting simply because yeah. nobody was putting on the bands I wanted to hit, hit to hear, so I did it myself. Yeah, it's one of those things where, especially like with a lot, some of the local bands as well, it just kind of feels like some of them do do so much, and then you, you just kind of want to watch them again after that set, and that's sort of how it started, I suppose, as well. Is well, I say at the time when we sort of started Northern Radar in itself, I'd been putting gigs on on and off for quite a while since I was about 18 but yeah so sort of started out as a bit of a college project and we started putting gigs on way back over 10 years ago really and then it, it sort of stopped for a bit I went to uni sort of did a few bits and pieces there and then came back and then it sort of started from a band called Hello Operator they were a band that sort of took me aback a bit and I thought well these guys could definitely do something and I just felt like a lot more people needed to know about them the time and at the moment they seem to be doing really well across across the UK. They've had loads of plays over across Europe since, and they've done done some really good things. And that sort of started out for me as the sort of urge to put on more gigs, and we've sort of just gone from there. So, who's on on your radar right now? Who are you? Who have you been listening to? The one band that I think everyone is, I think in York at the minute, everyone's talking about is the Howl and the Hum. I mean, you, you don't really go much further than that at the moment in terms of good quality bands who you need to be listening to. Uh, is, it's, I think it's fair to say. I'm sure a lot of people are probably have those on their lists locally anyway. But those guys, Maskins, we had we had come and do um, what what was meant to be a South by Southwest warm-up show for us at the beginning of March, which even then was looking it was looking very unlikely that they were going to be heading out there for for the case of playing the festival itself but those guys in themselves they've also got a, a debut album out this year they're they're really good Alfie Templeman he's from down south he's he's 18 and he's writing some absolute pop 
bangers at the minute, I think it's fair to say. It's probably a good term to use. He's just put out a brand new single. He's he's brilliant. And I'm also a fan of uh, another couple of bands, Wild Front. They're from Southampton. We had them do independent venue week for us last year when we had Steve Lamack come up and, and cover the the show that we, that year. And then a band uh, from Guildford, they're called China Bears. They're, they're just writing some beautiful music at the minute as well. Sort of similar to The Howl and the Hum, but probably on a more lo-fi sort of sound, as it were. But yeah, they just make some beautiful music as well. But I could I could honestly go on and on at the minute with the amount of great music that's out there at the moment. You touched on it slightly there with the, the cancellation of South by Southwest, but it's it's very difficult to, to talk about anything right now without touching on coronavirus. So how has how the lockdown changed things uh, for you at Northern Radar? I think it's just the same for anyone. Look, I, I mean, luckily this, this for me, generally speaking, is mostly a passion. It's not something that I rely on as a sort of income as a lot of independent promoters do or running running the venues like a lot of people have have those stresses at the moment and it's sad to see how how many people are actually struggling in in this environment as, as we're in at the moment but in terms of booking acts and things there's a few things that we're, we're sort of working on at the minute for, for shows once hopefully this comes to an end when whenever that will be is the is another question but with all that in mind it, it kind of, you do kind of worry when we'll actually be able to put on another show so we are booking shows in a, a sense but with the day-to-day changes of everything in in the current climate you just don't even know if those shows themselves will end up going ahead yet i mean we especially with what everything what the sort of worrying thing that they've said about these sort of distancing restrictions could stay in place until the end of the year i mean that could have a massive impact on the music scene itself so but yeah, I mean, we are we're, we're sort of focused on trying to have some shows in place and hopefully have something to look forward to when this is all over. Because I think it's safe to say everyone's going to be absolutely chomping at the bit to be out and about and watching live music again once this is all over and just having a good time. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible what a few weeks of change, um, you know, actually feels like. Because yeah, in reality. I think venues closed down sort of early March, so maybe about six weeks ago now, but it yeah, it feels like forever. It's, it's weird because literally I think the weekend, we had a couple of shows on the weekend before the whole process sort of was put into place to close the venues, and it, it kind of felt, I think, with a lot of the venue, well, particularly the ones in York, where I don't think many really wanted to be open, even during that sort of week beforehand and, so I think it was a slight relief for a lot of the venues to just close the doors and leave themselves less exposed and just be able to focus on, I suppose, maintaining the build, buildings themselves and just getting some things done behind the scenes that they've not been able to do otherwise. But yeah, it's it's a it's going to be a, a good time I think when when people people can go back out again. It's going to be busy. Us in the music promotion stroke blogging game, we've. I think we all want to have the sort of you heard it here first moment. What would be yours if you if you have one? Marskins were probably one of these bands that would never really played York as much before. They've done it twice now. This this year was the second time that they played and it sold out. The first time we played a show just before Live at Leeds. It was either two or three years ago. Anyway, it was before Live at Leeds and it was in the basement and I think we managed to just about scrape together 40, 50 people in there 
And this time round, the whole thing was a sellout. And they're a band that have sort of been on the rise for quite a while. They played their biggest show as well at the back end of last year at Stylus in Leeds, which is a is a good sized venue to fill out. I think for any any sort of upcoming band. I mean, it's yes, it's their hometown, but to get nearly 1,500 people in one room to watch you, your band play is is quite an achievement. So they're they're definitely up there. We've also had people like the Murder Capital play for us. They came and played a show for us last year. Their name is just getting bigger and bigger as the months go on. So the amount of like sort of radio play and the sort of shows that they're starting to do already is is quite a, quite a big thing. But it's been one of those things these last probably the last five years as well is that I feel like I've been quite lucky enough to either work with or, or see some bands that are doing some crazy things these days in terms of not just putting on gigs but interviewing. I mean, the one thing that sort of stands out, I mean, they're not everyone's cup of tea, but I just remember the old, I say the old fibbers, it was the old fibbers on Stonebow, but it was the time when they'd had a refurb. And I remember in the changing rooms that they had backstage, it was I was interviewing Matt Healy from the 1975 in a toilet cubicle. I mean, that's that just seems utterly bizarre to even think I could even do that these days, which to to sort of think of the size of the band that they are now is, is, is quite funny. I think I even t- told that story to someone out and about one night, and it was this girl who was like a ridiculous... She was a fangirl of the 1975 and it made her cry that I got so close to her. 